Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. Talk to me. Hey, what, what are you doing? Hammer and Nigel on 93 WIBC. Never take a L no it is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Mindy Winkler, pinch hitting for Big Nige. And let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Tony Kennett. Tony Kennett from Chalkboard Review, a longtime educator here in Indianapolis, STEM educator for IPS. Tony, we got a number of places we can start here, but um, a question that we talked about a little bit yesterday. Why in the hell is Randy Weingarten in Ukraine? Well, you know, think if you're a teacher that's a member of the American Federation of Teachers, which is the teacher union that Randy is in charge of. You spend, on average, between $750 and $1,250 a year out of your own salary. It's taken before the paycheck even arrives in your hands. In some states, you are expected to pay this, kind of no other options. And uh, your union president is taking this money to go sightsee a war zone because she claims remote learning that is taking place over in Ukraine is hurting Ukrainian children. (laughs) But it didn't hurt ours, apparently, according to her. (laughs) No, she was the one who advocated it to last longer. Right. But apparently this is damaging to Ukrainian children to learn remotely. I'm... Which is, she's correct. You know, again, a blind, everyone knows a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. So, you know, good for her for realizing that remote learning is not ideal for all children. Right. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, spending your teacher's uh, hard-earned money, which you already say they don't have enough of anyway, to go sightseeing across. Because, you know, she's not just going alone. They have to provide security for her and and lodging and and food and transportation and probably, you know, spending money to make sure that her visit's not a waste of time, at least in her eyes. That's going to be a sizable chunk of cash that's going to her showboating. She's not going there to accomplish anything. She wasn't invited. This is just her showboating. Right. This is a photo op. So what's the end game here? So if she gets a picture with Zelensky or if she gets pictures with some some school kids in Ukraine. What's the end game for her? I mean, the end game is a big nothing. I mean, thinking about this from a communications and marketing perspective, what a waste of money. Um, There is no photo with any individual that has, like, skyrocketed you into fame and fortune. You know, we've had Dave Rubin on the podcast for Chalkboard Review. We've had Jeb Bush. We've had Scott Walker. We've had a lot of, you know, big individuals in both education and in politics but none of those guests have skyrocketed us into prominence. That's not how that's supposed to work, and that's a very poor understanding of marketing and communications if she thinks that taking a picture with Zelensky is going to change the day. The man's already opened up the New York Stock Exchange one day. He's been on practically every show except The Bachelor. I'm really amazed how they think this is going to provide anything for them. And again, it's not like there was some big success story that she wants to share throughout the world. Look what has happened to our school-age children because of her leadership. And as I said yesterday, Tony, and I've told you this before too, this had nothing to do with making sure the children were safe. This was about getting a wish list accomplished for all of the teachers that paid their dues in their union and now she's going to take the i'm wrecking education world tour over to ukraine 
You remember when Angela Jolie or Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt just started adopting children from random African countries like it was a bingo game? Yes. Everyone criticized this because they're like, well, it's not actually about adopting children. You're virtue signaling. You don't actually you're literally going to random countries doing a little press conference and then picking up a child whose name Angelina could not even pronounce. And and everyone criticized it for it. It was a big scandal in the aughts. And now here we are. You have Randy. There's no reason for her really to go over there. Like you said, there's no story. There's not actually any reason that she should be putting herself at risk. If you go to Ukraine, that's a very serious safety risk. There's no reason that she should be putting the AFT in that kind of a situation where they could suddenly be without her leadership. Of course, it would be for, you know, the the some kind of marketing grand strategy, I suppose, that she's going at all. But it just seems like this was a whim of someone who just wants more attention. Do you think that she went over there hoping that they were being successful working at home, doing schoolwork at home and it backfired on her? And now she's like having to backtrack a little bit. So you're actually trying to inject some logic into <laughs> movement. And I appreciate that. Um, and that's very interesting. But the guy that runs into the middle of the street and screams, you need to ride a donkey and then throws a beer bottle at the side of a building, you don't try to, like, logically think of why he ran <laughs> into the street, why he threw the alcohol. You just say, wow, that's a crazy individual. And that's really what's going on here. She's just a loon. Last thing here before we move on from this story, are there teachers who are part of the union that feel like they kind of have to be part of the union or they're going to get left out that are completely embarrassed by this and view this as a complete waste of their money? Or are most of the teachers in the union like, hell yeah, Randy, go to Ukraine, (laughs) look like Joe Namath, we believe in you. I have been in a lot of teachers' lounge conversations in my time in education, and uh, specifically at Lawrence North, uh, there were uh, a lot of great science faculty there, still is, and we would sit in the teachers' lounge at lunch, and I never heard them. I think almost all of them were members of the union, and I never heard them say one good thing about Becky Pringle or any of the uh, uh, NEA leadership or any of the local ISTA leadership. They just don't matter. National union leadership does not matter to 99% of the American public school teachers. Uh, I will say a lot of teachers, I'd say a majority of teachers, are probably a part of the union because they feel like they have to be. But this is one of the reasons that I continue to advocate and assist uh, public school teachers in Indiana, at least, because that's, you know, I'm a local. I try to help them leave the Indiana State Teachers Association because it doesn't really do anything for them anymore. There's no reason to be a part of it. And that's why I've helped over 180 teachers leave the ISTA in the last couple of years. Tony Kennett with us from Chalkboard Review. Uh, There's this story from Michigan where hundreds of Muslim protesters shut down a Michigan school board meeting over sexually explicit LGBTQ books. Take me through what's happening in Michigan. Yeah, so some parents who do not share the same values as the very woke progressive left went to a school board meeting and expressed their displeasure. And then the school board thought, hmm, what are in front of me are parents who are very deeply religious, who are very deeply ingrained in the um, Islamic faith, and they take their faith seriously. So what I'm going to do is be condescending and tell them basically to calm down and that it's no big deal. Oh. That their children are reading stories about transgender this and, and sex change that and all of this other nonsense that, that, is, that is absolutely haram to 
the people of Islam. And so, of course, they were upset. And uh, what I think the biggest takeaway from this uh, that continues to resound is that it doesn't appear that it's it's the white Christo fascist angry Christians who are the who are against this kind of stuff. You see uh, traditional Orthodox Jews, uh, you see Protestants, you see Catholics, you see those who are Islam. You even see some uh, Hindu and Buddhist and Sikh groups that are very much against this kind of of predation and this kind of harmful material being in front of children. Tony Kennett, Chalkboard Review. Uh, one more thing here, Tony, before we let you go. Big story in the political world yesterday. We think it's a big story. We're not even really sure. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard announced that she is no longer a member of the Democrat Party. The debate we had was, does this move the needle for anybody? Does Tulsi Gabbard have a following to where they will say, all right, you know what? We're leaving the Democratic Party, too. Or is this just Tulsi trying to drum up a little bit of attention for herself? What are your thoughts? So, uh, honestly, I think that this goes back to our conversation that we had uh, the other day when I was on the air about uh, franchise teams. And we were talking about how it's, it's been really rough to be a Colts fan for a long time because the Colts leadership keeps making really dumb decisions. It doesn't seem like we're going anywhere. And I let the most horrible truth know on the air that I had left the Colts about five years ago for the Eagles. And that's now who I support. And there, there came a time where I just could not handle any more inept nonsense from Indianapolis. And I, I changed, you know, what sports team I was affiliated with. And I think that what you're seeing is a lot of the same. And this is why I think that it matters. It shows there's a breaking point. You can only go so far into complete insanity before you lose everyone except for your most vehement base supporters. We're seeing a little bit of this with Trump on the right it, just in, in recent months. Um, you know, we had that very weird tweet out on Truth Social uh, that was a very, very disturbing kind of a racist sort of thing to say about Mitch McConnell's wife. He said some things that, uh, since then that have been kind of questionable. And you see a lot of people going, ah, okay, maybe I, I just really don't want you to run again. And I think that's really what we're seeing here. Tulsi on the left is like, you know what? I've been kind of waiting and hoping for you guys to turn things around, to realize that the majority of Americans just want calm, rational, classical American debate and ideology discussions. And that's just not what she's getting out of the Democrat Party. And so she vamoosed. I was impressed that she's finally opened her eyes. I wish others would. Do you think when she, that, that last bit that she talked about, she was almost like inviting people to join her. I felt, felt like it was very Jerry Maguire, like, who's coming with me? Do you think any of them will? <laughs> I mean, do you think they're like, well, no, I'm, no, I like my paycheck too much on this side. I mean, do you think that, that she's going to make any kind of impact on her other fellow um, colleagues? Well, the only other person that I would even consider as far as a colleague standpoint on leaving is Manchin. But Manchin is, is actually kind of getting more blue by the day. Uh, he, he seems to kind of be bowing his head because he, he thinks that's where uh, the beds are made. And I don't know if that's really a good idea. As far as nationally, a lot of people are just they didn't like her anyway because she went against the grain of the Democrat Party. The Democrat is very unilateral in thought, especially on the progressive wing. And so it makes a lot of sense for them to just kind of get rid of her because she was, you know, the thorn in their side. That said, this doesn't really make me a, a Tulsi fan. I still think that she is an incredible threat to uh, the Second Amendment. 
uh, as well as some other issues that she's seen in the past. She still is very ideologically on the left in some structural and statist ways, which is weird because she does have some libertarian tendencies. But I think that this is a very important first step. I hope that a lot of moderates uh, and a lot of the politically homeless, you know, that have left the Democrats in the last couple of years find this encouraging. And I hope that this does become a trend nationally, although I'm skeptical of it being one. If anybody wants to follow your work or reach out to you, what's the best thing they can do? You should head over to chalkboardreview.com and sign up for our newsletter where Ooh. you can get all of the latest and greatest news without a bunch of annoying extra junk. And if you are, you know, a sadist, a masochist, you just really don't <laughs> like yourself, you should follow me over on Twitter at TheTonus. Tony Kennett, Chalkboard Review. My man, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.